four seconds. Lock Talk Radio. Mm. Mm. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Real Talk Radio with... Um, I'm Lee Roberts, and I've got a very special show for you. Uh, we're going to be having an interview, an exclusive interview with Cynthia Probst. She was, Cynthia is one of the nine women featured in the new photo book, You Are Enough, um, that my best friend Donna Shear and I have put together. And these ladies are amazing. There's a lot of women, nine women who faced adversities, you know, various adversities in their lifetime, and they've come through it or have overcome those adversities and become more independent, stronger, and more confident women. Um, so I'm talking with, I have Cynthia Probst with me tonight, and hi, Cynthia. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lisa. Good um, to be here. <laughs> good. We're, we're really excited about this. Um, <clears throat> sorry. And would you share a little, with our listeners, um, share a little bit about yourself? Um, you know, what do you... Uh, so I am 26 years old, and I am a mother of two beautiful babies, a little boy and a little girl. Um, I've been a wife for the past four years, been with my husband for five altogether, <laughs> including dating. Um, and I work for the postal service. Wow, that's that's awesome. Kids are really amazing. Um and a boy and a girl like and we get down here. Um I'm gonna ask the first question I'd like to ask you, um, what was it like for you to share your story and your experience for this book, for this photo book? And second part of that question is like, what was the writing process like for you? You know, some people have a routine they follow. Like me, I meditate first. I may take a walk to clear my my head before I start putting pen to paper, and um, you know, some things along that line. But we've all got something different that we do. So, um, you can share that with our listeners today. Um, um, do you so, have a process? Um. I don't. I wouldn't say I really have a process. My, um, I've been writing since I was in eighth grade of high school, um, and my process is basically when I get an idea for something or I know what I want to say, I have to write it down right away or I forget it. Um, yeah. Which is never fun when you forget what you want to talk about. I think I can understand. Yeah. Um, it's it's I deal with we. I deal with that a lot. So, yeah, putting putting it right down is a really good way, and you can always go back and, you know, edit anything if you need to. What was it like to share um, your story and your experience? Um, so sharing my story and my experience, um, when Donna first asked me about it, I was kind of leery about it, but then in the same sense because I've dealt with bullying, like I talked about in the piece, um, that I wrote, I did deal with a lot of bullying and it made me think back to the report that I did in 12th grade on, um, what I hated about speech, which I did that on the topic of sticks and stones may break my, but words will never hurt me. And doing the research for that paper, um, I mean, uh, I found there was a lot of kids that had committed suicide based off of bullying and not just girls, but guys too. 
And I know girls get a lot more of it than what boys tend to. Boys are more physical where girls are more verbal with lashing out and putting each other down. And I'm like, you know, maybe if I share my story, it will help maybe just one person out there feel like they're not so alone and keep them here rather than them choosing to end their life. Yeah, girls can be pretty mean. You, you wouldn't think, you know, they, they say sugar and spice and everything nice, but that's not true. You know, I can relate to all that bullying. Um, it, they can be brutal. They can be really brutal. Um, and it's just passed off, you know, as far as when boys do the bullying, it, it's passed off as how boys will be boys, you know. It's it's a phase, and you know, and it's not. And nothing about it is okay. Nothing. And, you know, it, it's hard when, you know, kids, especially when anybody wants to take their life or considers it as the only way out because you can't see another way. Um, and it's really, really heartbreaking um, and angering when, when you see the younger kids, you know, as young as nine, eight years old, because of the bullying they're enduring. So, um, yeah, your story will definitely be reaching um you know a lot of a lot of other women out there and impacting lives and i'm some things we may not see but i know that you know others will be talking about it it may inspire other women who are experiencing some of the things that you have they'll read your story they'll read your words of of, of, of confidence and strength and you know, how you got to where you are now and that confidence that you found within yourself, they will read that and it will inspire them. You know, it will help bring them forward, and that's really, really powerful. Um, so a second question, um, and because I have issues with taking, you know, having photos taken of myself, so but your photos that were taken for this book are absolutely incredible. Oh, oh, Raw, unedited photos, no filters. This is saying, this is me. You know, there's so many different filters people are using, women are using online and social media. But it it helps to, to, to show who we really are. So how, you know, were you nervous about having the photos done? Or how was that, how were you feeling when you started having your pictures done? And then by the time you were done. Um... So at first I was nervous because I don't even like my own mom taking my photos. Because uh, my mom's a photographer herself. And she, I was her subject all the time when she was in school. Um, and I don't even like her taking my pictures. I'm like her. I hide my face from pictures. I don't like being in pictures unless I take them myself because... I don't know. It's something about when you take your own picture, you feel more confident when, than when somebody else is doing it. But Cynthia was such a great, great support. I mean, just talking to her, you know, we talked, we kind of became friends, you know, we talked about things that we've gone through and it helped me feel more comfortable because it felt more like it was a friend doing it than somebody, you know, than a stranger. Yes, she does. The photos are absolutely amazing, um, and it's it's wonderful that you know you felt really comfortable with her. Um, it is hard when, especially I think it you know from 
for some people that did you know being bullied and having all of that to deal with it's like we tend not to take you know a lot of selfies or even want anybody to take pictures of us and it it's a lot a lot of what society you know puts out and shares is you know it's like and all these celebrities using filters like crazy and photoshopping um but that's not reality that's not real life and you know so it's it's really wonderful that um we can do this project and I'm glad that you're part of the project um and and um how did this how did your being part of this photo book project affect how you now see yourself from how you felt before the book and then how do you feel now how did that affect how you felt about yourself and the confidence um and the self-esteem all of that <clears throat> so i'll be honest um i've always been self-conscious of the way that i look uh my whole life i've either been told that i was ugly or i was fat or that i was anorexic too thin you know it's like <clears throat> everybody was trying to fit me into a mold and I was always worried about what people thought about me. And honestly, Donna was a really big support in this, too, because when she had asked me about it, she told me that she's like, you are one of the most beautiful, most confident girls that I've ever met. And like I said, I hadn't even met her in person. She just knew me through my husband. And for her to say something like that and see that side of me, I'm like, okay, what is she seeing that I don't? Then when I did this, it's like now I see what she was talking about because I can be confident. I just have to have, you know, faith in myself and not worry about other what others think. Thank you for sharing all of that. It's it's hard to share. Um and you know, um and she is Donna is really an amazing person um and amazing support and gosh i've known her what feels like forever it's well over i think 15 years um but it feels like a lifetime um and she's always been you know someone who's always there for people and always being supportive and say hey you know um so i'm really glad that she got to connect with you and, and have you be part of this book i'm glad that you said yes um it really is hard to talk about you know what you've been through and but when you see those photos that that Cynthia Harkison took when you see those photos that were taken of you um and you look and you see wow you know like you said you know now I know now I see what what she was talking about um because you're a very beautiful young lady um and you know I'm glad that you see you know that confidence within yourself now um there's so many so many women out there who've grown up with a lack of or no self esteem and it takes us sometimes some of us it takes decades you know to realize that hey we we're important we're worthy you know we're beautiful and we're beautiful just as we are. We don't need all this makeup. We don't need all this, all these filters. I don't need to be photoshopped, you know. Um, and the weight issue, uh, a lot of people deal with, and they think more along the lines of, of the heavy, heavy girls, um, and 
there are those who are on the more slender, but who also deal with issues that you, people don't understand that. And I have a friend who is like that as well. She's a very small woman, and you know she deals with you know very um, difficult difficult feelings that you know you've shared just about you know the weight and you know being ugly so it's really important that your stories get out um you know these interviews will be they will reach a global you know on a global scale because they will be on multiple platforms so um if you could share if there is there one thing or since not always one thing um so you know if, if is there one thing about your personal journey that you could you would want to pull out and share with others what would you say to someone who's going through what you have been through um share something from your personal experience um whether it be you know one thing or you know a couple of inspiring or uplifting um comments what would you share with others out there who are listening or who may tune into the show um what I would say is never give up, even when life seems to want to kick you down and you may feel at your lowest low and, like, you don't have any confidence. Keep pushing through because it's not going to be like that forever. The darkness is only there until the light can shine through, and the light does not stay away forever. That That's wonderful thing to touching on the light and it's really hard when you're in that darkness isn't it and you just it don't is. see I've the light been there quite a few times um in early on you know was it for you early on was it a um, longer period of darkness before you could see the light um and how did you find that how did you find your way out of that um so when I was in school, like I said, I was bullied a lot, so I struggled a lot with depression. I cut as a teenager. Um, There was times that I had contemplated suicide, but obviously that didn't happen because I'm still here. Um, And like I said, you know, I never really had self-confidence. I was in a lot of bad relationships that I probably should have never been in in the first place. Um, And then when I met my husband, you know, I was pregnant with my son. And he was one person I could count on that was always there. Every day he was messaging me, asking me how me and my son were doing. And that was just as a friend. He was just being there. And knowing that somebody outside my family truly cared about me, it helped me, you know, because he always said, he some all the time, I said, what made you start liking me? He's like, I don't know. There's just something about you. There's just something about you. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. He's like, but there's just something about you. And my husband actually started helping me to build my self-confidence. And then, like I said, when he relapsed um, earlier this year and then in June when I had to kick him out, things got really, really bad. And I started going back into that dark place. And I said, you know what? No, I'm going to make it out this one way or another, and I'm going to come out on top. So I chose to keep fighting because I had my two kids that were looking up to me. And I don't want, I'm the type of person I don't like to see, let my kids see me struggle. 
I want them to grow up to be confident and push through their problems. So in order to show them that, I have to live it, which is why every day I keep fighting even when I feel like giving up because you can't give up. Because giving up lets everybody else win. That's wonderful to have that support um, from someone like, you know, like you have with with your husband and kids. Um, And it's really difficult to talk about depression, but it's something that, you know, I think we need to talk about more as as a society because it helps lift others up. You know, I'm here because someone talked to me about it, that we've got to do all we can to reduce the stigma because more people still suffer with it than those who don't and it's knowing that there's somebody there for you there's a hand reaching out to you and just reach back and grab a hold of that hand and let them bring you into the light you know and just keep going forward and um and that's really important and that's some information that is um you know a story that i know is difficult for a lot of people to share to talk about the depression and how bad things got. Um, so I thank you so much for sharing that because I know you're touching lives with everything that you've shared, um, and it's important to keep going and to never give up, which is really hard sometimes when that darkness does come. And you know, um, as I always say, um, struggling with depression and everything, literally everything that I've been going through, even just this past year, um, I have said quite a few times, it feels like almost being dragged underwater, like you're, like you're, um, what's it called, uh, when you're trying to stay above water, like you're treading water, and when you finally feel that you're flooding, something else comes and knocks you back, but you just got to keep treading that water until you can get your footing and get out of the water. That's a really good analogy um, and gives a good visual of, of where we are. It's um, for people that don't go through what you've experienced, um, it's hard for them to understand. Um, so in sharing that analogy, you know, at home, maybe you'll enlighten some other people out there who have not experienced this. Maybe they have a loved one out there who is experiencing some of what you've experienced and your story will help and encourage them to be there for their loved one and give them some idea of what to do and how to support them. Um, And just being there, knowing that you have someone that was, that was always there, um, aside from your husband before you guys got together, was there someone that you grew up with maybe that, or someone that you met that was, that was there that, you know, kind of like your, your, your cheerleading team, your, um, what did they call it in high school? Um, I can't think, not the cheerleaders, but there was another, you go there and cheer for the games, but someone who was there to cheer you on and say, hey, don't give up, don't give up. Um, I know with the kids and it's, they're, you know, they're saving graces for some of us, you know, having our children. Um, so we've got to go on. Um, but was there, you know, someone like a best friend perhaps or um, anybody that I would really fit? Say I, had a, I wouldn't say I specifically had a best friend, but I did have, you know, a group of friends. When I was feeling down, they were there for me. 
Um, unfortunately, we aren't as close as what we used to be, and with life and everything, you know, things have pulled away. But I've also had my family, especially my Graham and my grandfather and my mom. They've all been really supportive of me. Even when I was making <laughs> even when I was making horrible decisions, they were, you know, still there. When I fell on my face, they were yep. there to help pick me back up. <laughs> and knowing that they're, you know, hey, we're here, we love you, um, we're not leaving you, we're we're here to support you. Um, that means um, an, a lot. That means more than words could even convey. To have that kind of support um, that that some don't have out there. Um, so I'm really, really grateful that you had that kind of support system. And, yeah. you know, I'm really grateful that you're here. Um, and <clears throat> Even now, got, my mom is my go-to when I'm feeling upset or, you know, my life feels like it's crashing down. My mom and I did one always close, but you know what they say, the older you get, the more your mom becomes your best friend. And I would say my mom is definitely my best friend. <laughs> Yeah, my mom was mine too. I can relate. Um, you know, and it's it's hard when you've got a best friend that you've grown up with, you know, another you know, another girl about your age and they've been your best friend and you kind of grow apart. Uh, that's really hard, you know, and it's really hard. It does happen a lot unfortunately. And but I am really, really glad that you have your family and your mom is your best friend. Um, that is that is critical. That is critical to culture, you know, moving forward and being able to, you know, stay in the light where you finally found um, you know, more confidence and, you know, moving forward and living life. And live to live life to the fullest. Um, live your best life, you know. Um, and they say, you know, stop and smell the roses. Um, just stop and do a lot of self care. Do you and do you do a lot of so? Do you have something, you know, like that you do for self care um, when you just it's me time, you know, even if it's just like an hour out of a day, or is it something that you like to do special for yourself? that you're comfortable sharing? Um, anything that I do special for myself. Um, I do like to do, which I'm sure you've seen since we are friends on Facebook, I like to do those Reels videos. Um, I, since, uh, I don't know if I invited you to my page or not, but I have um, it's called Moon Goddess Arts. I do paintings. Um, when I was in my teenage years, I've, I actually have started writing 14 books, or none of the, but none of them are done except for one's almost done. But that also helped me a lot was writing arts and crafts, that sort of stuff. That's that's my thing is being creative. <laughs> that's cool. That's I. That's cool. Um, making things. The crafts. Crafts are really awesome. Um, you know, for some people, it's you know just having a foot bath. You know, um, 
but it's, as long as you do something for yourself, it helps you refresh, renew, helps you unwind, um, just relax, and it's really important. Self-care is really, really important for all of us, and especially um, those of us who have, have come through depression, who have come through, you know, these adversities, and your mom, your wife and a mom, and especially as a mom, you, it's important that you do something to, to take care of yourself, too. And, um, and yes, I, I've connected. You did send me a, a request to your page, and, and I've connected. And I haven't had a chance to, you know, see all the reels, um, but I have seen a couple of them, and they're really, really neat. Um, there's a lot of different ways in, that we can, I don't know, crafts. You know, I love to crochet. I love to go for walks. You know, for each of us, it's different. And but it is important that we take that time for ourselves because you know, cliche, but you can't pour from an empty cup. And so you've got to refill yourself, and that's important. Um, I have a fun fact question <clears throat> that um, we like to ask at the end of interviews a lot, and this is it's like. What is the one thing, do you have one thing that can always be found, you know, in your fridge, freezer, or, you know, on your shelves, you know, your pantry shelf? It's something that, you, um, you know, for me it was like dark chocolate and good yogurt, so that kind of thing. Um, so one thing I like to always keep in my fridge, even though I can't always keep it in my fridge, um, I have an obsession with chips and dip, and so do my kids. So I try to always have chips and dip all the time in the house. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't last long in mine. <laughs> yeah, the, um, but, yeah, chips, when you get that craving, you know, and you've got to have that specific type of dip. So yeah, I get that. I definitely get now, that. Now, when I was younger, uh, when I was younger growing up, it was always pickles. I had an obsession with pickles. I always had to have pickles. <laughs> so. Huh. Pickles. It, what kind of pickles? Bread and butter, dill pickles. Dill pickles. <laughs> and I grew up with the bread and butter pickles, the little gherkins. But yeah, um, little gherkins are good, are good too. What about what about sour pickles? Do you like sour pickles? I've never had sour pickles. <laughs> yeah, it's like sucking on a lemon. I think my my kid loves them, um, but. Yeah. Well, I eat uh, lemon straight, so you know I, they probably won't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Cynthia, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, and I know your story and your empowering words are going to reach so many other women out there, and it's like a ripple effect, and it's just going to keep impacting lives. Um, and helping other women reach out, speak out, and, you know, step forward into the light and be uplifted and be able to uplift others. And I'm so thankful that you joined us tonight and that you've shared our story and you're part of this amazing photo shoot because you ladies are incredibly inspiring, you know, and your story really touches my heart. Um, there's a lot that not only I relate to, but a lot of people out there will relate um, that maybe not be able to share with others 
but you will touch them. You will touch their lives with your words um, and with your photos, and just, they will be able to move forward and take that step into the light. And I just and, thank you uh, so much for being here. You're welcome. And one quick fun fact before uh, we end the show. Okay. My husband, when I got my book, um, I let him look at the book, and he told me, while I was at work, he texted me and told me that what I had wrote made him cry. So that kind of felt good that it was that it's not only affecting women, but it's affecting men, too, who would sit down and read the book. You know, because men don't always understand what us women go through with the um, with self-confidence and stuff with that. We're trying to live up to the Photoshop women in the magazines and, you know, the ones that's made, oh, you got to have a perfect bone-thin body. Like, because not, we're not perfect. Some of us have hips. Some of us have curves. Some of us have butts that we have trouble getting through doors. Like... We're not all a cookie cutter model. Thank you so much for bringing that up about the men because that is important too. And we're winding down on the time. Um, I think we could have gone for an hour um, because I know you've got so much more to share. But um, we've got events coming up, and you guys have the the event at the local library there. We'll be signing books and talking to the local – um, the local area people um, about your stories and just sharing and um, again thank you for bringing up that man, about the men and it's important that they understand some of this you know it's like really this is this is incredibly important um, you know so I just winding down 10 seconds I just want to thank you for being our very special guest today in this unique interview and thank you to everyone who will be tuning in listening to this podcast we appreciate you so much Um, the book will be available on Amazon and check out the publisher's web address for more information at northernbooks.weebly.com thank you so much everybody and you have a wonderful day night evening wherever you are and thank you again Cynthia you're very welcome, Lee. Thank you. Hey, take care now. Bye, ma'am. Bye-bye.